Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Berhantu with me, Hafiz Rahman. Thank you so much for listening and making Berhantu your choice of podcast for anything horror. Um, today, I want to share with you um, a story. It's It's been written um, rather lengthily, which I like, um, about a, a girl. Let's just call her a lady. Lah. She's not a girl, she's a lady. Let's just call her Z, okay? So Z um, lived in um, the quarters unit. Okay, so this is the infamous prison quarters, and there has been stories about the prison quarters. I think I've shared a couple before in my in my podcast. So this is just really um another story that happened to her. All right. Um. Okay. So we'll we're gonna start. Right. I'm just gonna try and and read off the email as much as I possibly can, and also retell it in my own words. Um. Hi Hafiz, I thought I would share this story so that I can help you to update your podcast. Uh, for those avid listeners like me who keep on checking out for new episodes every single day. So your podcast helps me to work better in a way. Thank you so much. Um, but, at, but at times, I end up freaking myself out or overthinking some situations when I'm alone. Also, I'm glad I'm able to do that to you. <laughs> in a very perverse, sick way. Thank you so much. Okay, so uh, her name is Z and she used to stay in the infamous... Um, prison quarters from 2017 to 2021. Um, she said she hated staying there so much and she vouched to the husband to never stay in that house again, even in circumstances tell me to do so. There were many incidents throughout our entire stay there, from visits by unwanted guests to free unwanted fragrance or smoke smell in one of the rooms in our house. So let's go back to a week before the incident, all right? She said that she will often see figures in the house but of the or the corridor of my unit. Um, but that very day, I didn't see a figure. I saw a, a, a black clibat in the service laundry standing prominently while I entered the kitchen to make milk for my daughter. It stood there for a good few seconds and disappeared when I wanted to have a third glance. So I just thought it's one of those norms, you know, where, where you see the clibat and then... So I just tried to get over it and brush it off. And I just want to let, I just want to let you know that at this point of time, um, my two-year-old daughter has been having nightmares on and off. And during that period, I do not know if it's a spurt or just something that is happening because of these things. Like, it's just been scaring my little one. All right. And one way with, one day before this incident, it was a Thursday morning. So my mom is taking care of my daughter. Alright, and then at that point of time, she called me. So I was at work and she said she called me. She said, hey, anak kau nangis lah whenever dia tengok dia tengok kat gate. So it happened at 10.30 freaking a.m. She said, my daughter kept on pointing to the gate and she hit her face on my mom's body and started saying things like, scared, not nice, ugly. All this while crying. And the house next to us was for a very long time, very vacant, Okay. Um, so we thought it's just maybe something that was passing by. So I what would do? So I just said, "Tapala." So just let the daughter relax and all that. So that was the thing. I thought I'm giving myself some me time by getting a full eight hours of undisturbed sleep. Okay, at this point of time, it's very rare to have these six to eight hours of undisturbed sleep because often I'll be waking up to my daughter's nightmares and cries in the middle of the night. All right, and I will always often wake up groggy. So it was the reason why my mother actually initiated in the first place. Takpelah, biar aku ajarkan anak kau so that you can, you know, you can rest and all that. Which which I agreed, right? But she said it was a wrong move. On the 2nd of July, 2021, okay, 
I backdated this on my WhatsApp as I was frantically asking for help in the group chat. 2nd July 2021. It was a Friday. I was having a nice dinner with my colleagues and I reached home at around 9.30pm. This was an incident that would give me PTSD whenever I think of it. My husband was on night duty that day, so I had gone home to an empty house with my late cat, Oli, who was seated on the sofa, right, waiting for me. I gave my salam, I shut the door, I kissed Oli. I reached for the remote and I switched on the TV and I switched on all of the lights in each and every room so that the house would not be in total silence or darkness. Bad experiences led me to this. <laughs> so Oli, at this point of time, my cat was following me wherever I went. And the cat was uh, waiting for me outside the, ba- the bathroom door, in a way like guarding it while I was showering. So if I were to tell you all of the things that happened to me, I would say that, oh, you know, you would, you would call Oli my guardian angel in a way. So after washing up and all that, I decided to uh, head to my bed to rest. And Oli was laying down on my head while we were scrolling through Instagram. So remember, I was alone. My husband was on night shift. Anak dia, mak dia jaga. Okay. I then got up to close the door to my room because I already feel a bit uneasy. And you know, like the normal sound of footsteps and furniture dragging. They start lah. Malam-malam they start. So yes, the lights and the TV were still on. Okay. So I tried my best to ignore and I started to text my husband. I was updating him what was happening and all that. So just a few minutes of resting and closing my eyes, I heard the sound. I heard a sound of a bird chirping from my bedroom window. So Oli's punya tail does shoot up, started to shoot up. His body signals were one of the signs that my whole family will look out for whenever this thing happens. So I rolled up my blind and I noticed that the window was not closed fully. There weren't any birds, Hafiz. So I thought the sound came from the TV. But Oli was just seated at the edge of the bed, staring at the window. So I closed the window, I recited some prayers, and I brought the blinds down again. I brushed it off again, and I told Oli, Dah, Oli, tak apa. Oli, tak apa, kita tidur. Okay, let's sleep. This is when things got wild, she said. So she remembered it was past midnight. Suddenly, I heard the TV get a little louder and furniture was all moving. And this time around, the sound did not come from the house above. It was outside the door, in the living room, in my house. Astaghfirullahaladzim. So I started to get panicky. And as much as I was trying to be brave and praying that this will just go away fast so that I can get to my sleep, the one that I initially had planned for, but Barbie, this hantu pun tak nak aku tidur, Hafiz. So I started to text the family group chat and thankfully my brother, who was at KGC at that point of time, told me that he would pick me up. So I was just counting down now. I was just counting now. It would take about 30 minutes for him to reach and I was contemplating whether should I get out of the room or should I just stay in the room until he reached. So she said, you know what? I was scared. I just sat inside the room. Underneath my, 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 my covers with my cat and my legs. Alright. So now of course my husband, when, when, when I texted it in the group chat, of course my husband called me back. Alright. So I said, you can you just accompany me on the, can you just accompany me over the phone? As he was talking on the phone with me, the noises got louder and louder and louder. And I was really freaking out. So I know at this kind of timing, it will be great to just on the surah or recite whatever prayers. But that's why 
um, aku macam takut because I feel like if I were to just switch on the surah it's going to aggravate the situation so then my husband pula tak boleh balik because he had to do something at work so I tried to I tried to gather my courage to pick up my blanket to look around my surroundings because I felt that I was being watched and then oh my god she says what happened someone knocked on the door and tried to open the door handle and this is written in caps eh yes Hafiz I saw the door handle move so at this point of time my cat Oli was already near the door and was looking through the gap you know and his tail was wagging left to right left to right vigorously as though there was something or someone outside So it was so scary, I actually remembered crying. Thankfully, my brother sped my house and he arrived within 15 minutes. He called me when he had reached and he asked me to head down to the kapak. But then after he heard my voice, he just headed down to my house and opened the gate and the door. It was a huge sense of relief. Upon entering the house, he headed to the toilet, he took wudu and then he went to the room which was opposite the kitchen. There was a strong smell of smoke and the house felt heaty. So he azan. And he recited some prayers and he told me to just pack my stuff and go out. So I told Oli to take care of the house and told him that I will come back in the following morning. I reached my mom's place and washed my legs and headed to my sister's room to sleep. And this is just one of the incidents that happened and I hate that place so much. I'm so thankful we have moved up from there and I would love to share more but another story for another day. Unfortunately, my cat passed on. Oh, so sad. Unfortunately, my cat passed on. Um, and me, my husband and daughter are going through this turmoil of emotions which hit at random timings and I don't know how we are going to get over this loss. Our cat was our guardian angel and I choose to believe that scary things would have bound to happen if he was not around for us. But anyway, thank you Hafiz for your time and for doing this. Hope to hear more com- content in your Bahantu podcast. Thank you so much Z for that story. Oh, your cat passed away. So sad. Um, yeah, so this is a story that was shared by Z about her experience living in the prison quarters um, for about four years, I think, while her husband was in service. And I think they did they, they shift out from that quarters. So yeah, so apparently that place is very creepy. Because it's not just you who experienced it. You know, like I said in my previous, um, I mean, earlier on in this podcast, there's been numerous occasions where, man, so because sometimes I do ghost stories even on my IGS, right? And people, or rather ex-tenants or ex-inhabitants of that prison quarters will always share very weird things that happen to them in that quarters. So, I mean, I'm not saying that that place is haunted, lah, but if it's not just an isolated event and a lot of people are experiencing the same thing, I would think that that place is quite, you know. Oh, sorry. I just can't get over the fact that your cat is, has now passed on because I have three cats and I can now, I cannot imagine what would happen, you know, if my cats passed away. Um, thankfully, my cats have not been in that situation where, I mean, sometimes my cat will come into my room lah and then just stare at the window, but that's like normal, you know. I shouldn't have to think too much about it. Or maybe it's just curiosity. It's just a very nature of how our cats are built, right? So I didn't, I could tak tak terfikir macam dia tengah buat benda. I mean, dia tengah usia hantu ke whatever. But I have heard stories of of people um, where their cats come forward to protect them from 
these spirits. I, I do not know how true is this is. I haven't had enough readings or research to, to vouch for whether our pets protect us from these things. But in most cases, I would think they do, you know. All right. Thank you so much, Azi, for that story. And for, for you guys, there's more episodes of Braham to coming up. Good night, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs>